Hello everybody, welcome back to Therapy with Chloe. I've missed you. How are you all doing? Good? Oh my god, that's amazing. Okay, so first of all, I just want to have a little chat with you guys about my week. I am so sick and tired of sitting around and not doing anything. All I have done for the past, like, I don't even know how long is just sit around and do nothing. I'm doing the same old shit every single day. I'm cleaning my room, I'm making my bed, I'm going downstairs, making food, coming back upstairs, getting back into my bed, and that's it. And then the cycle repeats. Occasionally I'll do my makeup. Sometimes I'll get up and make TikToks or, you know, do my makeup for an Instagram photo. But nine times out of 10, I'm laying in bed, scrolling through TikTok, doing nothing. And it's kind of driving me insane. So... I need to find, I need a hobby, and I need a hobby that pays me, because obviously it's really not a very good time for employment right now, as so many of you probably know, Um, so it's really hard to find employment, especially when you don't have any experience, that's one thing I found, people want young people to make their business look good but they don't hire people without experience and I don't understand that that would literally never make sense to me in my brain but you know we move it is what it is so anyway enough of me complaining let's get into the podcast today I want to talk about relationships romantic relationships specifically but also friendships um I've asked you guys to ask me some questions on my instagram so I'll get into them soon but first I want to talk about my personal experience with relationships. I've had three relationships. Take a shot every time I say relationships. Jesus Christ. Um, (laughs) I've had three main romantic relationships. One when I was relatively young and then two when I was a little bit older. My first relationship taught me a lot about myself. A lot. It also taught me a lot about the world and interacting with different people. Um... My first relationship taught me that there will never be a moment where if someone wants to be with you, they won't be with you, if that makes sense. They, like, if someone doesn't want to do something, they won't do it. And if they do want to do that thing, they will. That's the main thing. I carry that with me everywhere. In every relationship I have, whether it's romantic, platonic, it doesn't matter. If someone wants to do something, they will. I'm literally, there's nothing else I can really say about that. You know, that kind of thing where, like, if he wanted to, he would. It's so true. Because you can make excuses for people. Um, You can make excuses for people and you can, you know, defend people all you want, but realistically, if someone wants you, you'll know, because they'll show it, however way they choose to show it, they will show it, and I think that's so important for people to know, because so many young people, hang on, there's a plane going over my house, bear with, (laughs) why is it so loud, literally for what reason, right, I'm just going to carry on talking, there are so many young people in relationships being like, oh, I know he wants to be with me. He's just not acting right. It's like, no, if he wanted to be with you, he would be acting right. Stop, like, um, 
making excuses for people just because you love them. Stop defending people's bad behaviour towards you specifically and towards other people. Stop defending people's bad behaviour just because you love them. It doesn't work like that. That's one thing I learned in my first relationship. In my second relationship, I learned that some people just aren't compatible. You can try and you can try and you can try and you can push it and push it and push it. Sorry, my stomach's rumbling. You can push it and try, but some things just don't work out the way that you thought they would. And nine times out of ten, if it doesn't work out, it's for the better. I can tell you that right now. It's for the better. I promise. My third relationship taught me that... If people aren't prepared to treat you in a way that makes you feel loved, there is no point in being with them. Genuinely. I know that's really hard to hear. But if you tell someone, this is how I feel loved, and they're like, okay, well, you know, I'm not going to do that because you should just know that I love you that's not okay. Like, I know that everybody has different love languages, right? And I know that people express love and give love in different ways. But the best thing to do at the beginning of of a relationship that you know is either going to be a relationship or is a relationship, talk about your love languages. Tell them how you give and receive love and get them to tell you so that you can adapt together and you can grow together. And the way that your partner receives love, as in feels loved, from the opposing person you can do that for them so they feel loved and the way that you feel loved that person can do that for you because nine times out of ten the reasons relationships don't work is because there's no communication there's no communication of you know well not nine times out of ten I'd say like seven actually yeah seven five between five and seven (laughs) so six um So many reasons why relationships don't work is because there's no communication. You're not talking about how this, your significant other does this thing, you don't like it. You just let them do it because you love them, even though it makes you feel like shit. And that's so sad. Like, I've done that. I've been that person. And it's not good. It's not good for you. It's not good for the relationship. And it's also not good for the other person because then they're not learning that some of their behaviours aren't actually good they impact people in a detrimental way and if you don't bring your significant other up on the things that they do to upset you they will never change and the relationship will never work you can't expect people to just figure it out because people who don't see an issue with the way that they act will never change and that's just point blank period um so yeah Three lessons I learned is if he wanted to, he would. Sometimes shit's just not meant to be. And when it gets to that point where you're like, you know what? I can't be asked. Just let it go. Because the hold, the tighter you hold on to something, the more it's going to hurt you. So, you know, if you're holding on to a rope that's being pulled by a boat, right? Think about it like that. You have a rope in your hand that's being pulled by something really big and strong and fast. All you're going to get is rope burn. That thing's not going to come any closer to you because it's just not. If it wants to leave, it's going to leave. And all you're going to get is rope burn and you're just going to be in pain. That's how I think about it. So if he wanted to, he would. Some things just aren't meant to be. And communication is literally 
the most important thing. There is nothing higher than communication. Because even if the love isn't there yet, communication will get you to that point. Because when you communicate, you learn shit about each other. And you start to, like, like those things about each other. And you're like, oh, shit. You know, I love this about you. I love that about you. And then eventually it becomes real, true love. Which is a whole other topic. Because so many people DM me, they're like, do you believe in true love? I'm like, I don't know. I feel like it exists because I feel like, personally, I've seen it. But... I'm sceptical. But I think that might be just a generational thing. So, we're going to get into the questions, I think. We'll answer your guys' questions. One second, let me go on Instagram really quickly. Okay, so, I've got loads of questions. You're all so cute. Okay, how... Someone said, how do I move on from my ex? Right, this literally sucks. Because I've... I've been there. Sometimes there's just that one ex that you just can't let go of for some reason. And honestly, I don't know what the best piece of advice is. But for me personally, the best thing to do is either move on and experiment with other people or move on and start to focus on you. That's my own piece of advice it's so it sounds so stupid right it sounds so obvious and it's so much easier said than done to just move on do you know what I mean but if you never actively try like actually try do you know what I mean don't just sit there and be like one day I'll be over her no or him or they whoever them sorry respect people's pronouns period um one day I'll be over this person it's like no you will never Nothing will ever change if you don't actively try and make it change. Go through the motions of a breakup. You know, like the denial and the grief and the missing them and the wanting to text them at 3am when you know you shouldn't. You know, what I personally do, my favourite thing to do, is out of sight, out of mind. If you can't see something, eventually it will leave your the front of your brain. And it might sit in the back and it might pester you every so often... But it won't be as prominent as it once was. And that's another thing people forget. Healing and getting over an ex is not a straight line. It's a roller coaster, right? That's so cliche. But it is a roller coaster. Just because you're over them doesn't mean that you're not going to see that one thing. Maybe you're going to see you've been broken up for two years. You're over them. You don't have any romantic love towards them but you see a meme on Instagram and it makes you think of them and then you're like oh shit I just thought of that person I haven't thought of them in about a year and a half that doesn't mean you still love them that just means they were a person that you shared memories with like people get so caught up on past relationships and everything like this because sometimes we have relationships that stay with us forever and I know that like I've spoken to my mum about it And, you know, I can say I know a lot of adults that have told me that some relationships just never quite leave your heart. Not that you still love them, because it's not necessarily, that's not necessarily the case. It's just the fact that you shared so many fond memories with them that it's not as easy just to click and then be gone, you know? Even if you're so deeply in love with someone else, genuinely in love with someone else, that person will always remain in your head 
because you had that connection with them, it doesn't mean you still love them. It just means that they're a person that you had a connection with. I think that's what people, they get confused sometimes. It's like, well, I'm thinking about them, so I'm obviously not over them. That's not necessarily the case. But if you do genuinely, genuinely feel like that you're not over them, you need to put the wheels in motion. You know, the car's never going to move if you don't start the engine. Put the wheels in motion. Start to focus on yourself. Get hobbies. Kind of almost distract yourself. And then create this whole life... Oh my God, why are cars just so loud for no reason? Create this life for yourself that they were never a part of. Because that's another thing. Some people, me personally, I know this happens to me. I find it really hard to move on from a situation when I'm still surrounded by the things that that person was a part of as well. For example, school, right? It's kind of hard to move on from an ex that you go to school with because you see them every day. But it's easier to move on when you leave that school because you're not surrounded by the, you know, you're not in the classroom that you sat in them with. You're not sitting across from them in an English lesson. It's the same way that if you change your environment and you change your surroundings without breaking your back, obviously, don't, you know, change up your whole entire fucking life. But if you create a new version of your life that's better for you and it's healthier for you and it makes a better healthier version of yourself the feelings that you had for your ex will just be a part of your old life that's how I think about it I mean it probably doesn't work for everyone but it's worked for me personally so yeah I hope that made sense next question how do you involve your partner in social groups? It's something I've also always struggled with. Okay, I get this because your friends, to me personally, I don't know about you guys, but to me personally, my friends' opinions are the most important. They're the most important. If my friends don't approve of someone, they have a reason, you know, unless it's just like, no, I don't like him. It's like, well, no, or her. It's like, no, I don't like them. It's like, well, you know, do you have a reason? No. Okay, well then, no. You're just being unnecessarily rude. But if they have a valid reason, they're like, he gives off this vibe of he's kind of manipulating you, or this, or that. I get it. But involving your partner in your social groups and your friendship groups isn't always easy because sometimes they're different types of people you know how you have different types of friends it's like the relationship you have with your partner is very different to the relationship you have with your friends but what I find easiest is you know actively allow your partner to kind of like involve themselves if that makes sense so for example say you're with your friends and you're all just chilling and you can be like, oh, do you want to FaceTime my partner? If they're like, no, then it's like, okay. But if they're like, yeah, sure. So, oh, I'm just going to FaceTime my partner real quick. I'm just going to call my partner real quick. I'll be five seconds. You can be like, oh, guys, say hi. And then they can have a conversation. And then that started that kind of friendship, right? Because you want your partner and your friends to be friends, right? And also just kind of like allow people to do people things, don't force it so much, because some people just aren't meant to mush and weave together, do you know what I mean, some people just don't gel with other people, and that's okay, but if you allow your partner to kind of just like integrate themselves, if you tell them, 
you don't have to be shy around my friends, blah, 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 and you allow them to be themselves around your friends, I feel like it will happen naturally. Personally, that's what I feel like. Not everyone's experience is the same. Not everyone's mind works the same. This is just my advice. Take it with a grain of salt. If you allow people to just do people things and integrate in the way that they want to integrate, things will kind of always find a way to work out. I understand that sometimes, obviously, it can be hard because, you know, your partner and your friends may be very different people. The things you do with your friends may be very different to the things you do with your partner. But say, for example, you're going to, like, a social gathering and, like, a wedding or whatever, that type of vibe. If you allow your partner to just, like, be themselves and almost treat it as if it's no different than your friends meeting your other friends, if that makes sense. Because I feel like the only thing that makes your partner meeting your friends so hard is because it's your partner. And you're like, I want my friends to like them. Like, I don't want... You know, you care so much. Well, me personally, I don't know about you guys, but, like, I care so much about what my friends think because they're my everything. Their opinion matters to me. And it can be scary and daunting. But if you kind of get past that anxiety of what if they don't like them, things will work out because people are always going to do people things. I know I've said that a couple of times and I don't really know if anyone knows what I mean. But the way that if you leave a group of people in a room for 20 minutes, you'll come back and they'll probably know each other relatively well. Not personally, But they would have had a conversation and maybe two of them might go on a date. Two of them might become best friends. Do you know what I mean? 20 minutes is a little bit of a short time, but you know what I mean. Like, if you leave people alone for a while and let them just do people things, it will kind of work out. Because the more and more you try and force it, and the more and more you try and, like, push your partner into your your social groups, like you said in the question... Like, the more you try and force it, the less it's going to happen. So kind of let it flow naturally, let people do people things, and it will work out, hopefully. I hope that makes sense. I don't really know if it does. But yeah, right, next question. How do you get over a best friend who you've been friends with for years? Okay, I don't know if you mean that you have feelings for this friend, or whether you mean that they um, like, you're not friends with them anymore, so I'm gonna answer both questions in either way, so feelings for a friend, personally, the best thing to do is just admit your feelings, if you have feelings for your friend, and you want to get over them because you love being their friend, just tell them, just be like, look, this is how I feel, I know you probably don't feel the same way, but I just needed to tell you, if you don't want to be my friend anymore, I understand, but I just needed to tell you because it's stopping me from having a proper friendship with you. And they'll probably understand because at the end of the day, we're all people. Do you know what I mean? You can't help who you have feelings for. Sometimes it just happens. Sometimes you just wake up one day and you're like, oh shit, do I have feelings for this person? And whether they're your friend who you've been friends with for fucking like 10 years, you're like, oh shit, maybe it's not a platonic love. But that's another thing. Me, personally, I find it really hard to differentiate between platonic and romantic love. Not really hard, I'm learning. I'm learning. Hang on, I really need to burp. Oh, my God. 
<clears throat> I ate like a whole pack of after eights before I filmed this podcast. I'm always eating before I film. I don't know why. Um, so yeah, talk to your friend. If you like them, just talk to them and be like, look, this is how I feel. I don't want it to ruin anything between us. If you don't want to be friends, that's totally understandable. I get it. I will leave you be. I just wanted to let you know because I can't sit with it on my chest anymore. How to go over a best friend that you've lost, like, um, in a friendship way, it's honestly worse than a breakup. And I can say that right now. Losing your best friend is worse than losing your partner. And I will not be taking any criticism on that. (laughs) And honestly, I can't tell you. Because there was a moment in time where I thought I lost my best friend. But when I reached out, And I was just like, look, like, I'm really fucking sorry for all of the shit that went down in our friendship. Can we just go and get some food and talk about it? We just instantly clicked back together because that's just how it's always been. So unless the friendship is totally dead and ruined, maybe just try reach out to them. Apologise or speak to them. Don't apologise if you didn't do anything wrong, but apologize speak to them just you know try and reconnect with them if you want to if you don't want to the best thing to do is just come to that point in your brain where you're like you know what it was a good friendship for a part in my life but it's gone now I need to let it go I need to move on and do the same kind of thing that I said earlier about moving on from an ex create a new life not not create a new life that's not the right word at all expand your environment and grow and heal your environment so that you can grow and heal because you know that saying where it's like you can't bring a flower back to life in dead soil if you're letting yourself get stuck in the past you're never going to grow and blossom because you're only looking backwards and you're not seeing what's in front of you if that makes sense so just evolve maybe find a new group of friends go on the internet honestly some of my favorite people in the entire world genuinely I found on the internet it's an amazing place go on the internet expand your horizons find new friends get new hobbies or just speak to them and be like look it's really eating me alive that we're not friends anymore can we just be friends again please or not even can we be friends again can we just talk can we talk it out and at the end of it if you decide you know what it's not good for us to be friends it's not good for us to be around each other it's like okay fine don't push it don't force something to click if it's not going to click but if it does work out then that's amazing and i'm so happy for you (laughs) right i hope that made sense how to tell if it's toxic right this is a question i get in my dms so much and i'm quite excited to answer it personally most of my relationships have been toxic and that's why i left or had to leave some ways to know if it's toxic for me personally in my experience take everything i'm saying with a grain of salt please i'm just talking from my experience i'm not speaking the gospel truth just take it with a grain of salt in my experience when it's toxic you will feel the need to change things that aren't actually a problem 
So obviously in a relationship, you learn things about yourself, toxic traits you have. I know personally, I've learned so many toxic traits I have because of the relationships I've been in and I'm working on them. But if they're like, don't do this, don't do that, about stupid things, like you can't wear that, you can't do this, don't dye your hair this colour, why are you wearing so much makeup or why are you doing that, why are you doing this? If they try to control you in a way that makes you feel like they don't actually want to be with you, they just want to own you, that's toxic. That's so toxic. I've been there and it's so toxic. And it will get to a point where you eventually lose your sense of self. But because you're so in denial, you won't even realise it's happening. And when people try and bring you up on it, you're like, no, 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 I'm just evolving. No, no. You're being forced to change in a way that you never needed to. If they change things, like, they force you, like, you know, for example, say you really want to dye your hair because you're just like, yeah, I love it. I just really want to dye my hair. And they're like, no, you're not doing that. That is fucking toxic. Me, For me personally, that is so toxic because that basically says to me, I don't want to be with you if you do this to your hair as if, your hair is the reason that they're fucking with you. Do you know what I mean? When they want to sculpt you into the person that they want you to be in a controlling and manipulative manner, that is so fucking toxic. Another way to know if it's toxic is if you have to actively try and think about the good times just so you don't leave. That's one thing. Hang on, I'm really sorry, I need to burp. Oh. Ew. Sorry, I'm so sorry. So disgusting. That's one thing I found I found myself doing in past relationships is because there's so many problems, I'm actively like, oh my god, but what about this one time that they did this? This one time that they called me pretty. Or this one time that this happened. It shouldn't be like that. The good should outweigh the bad. And if it doesn't, it's toxic. Another thing is such a small thing, but people don't realise the impact it has. If they don't gas you up, like you are literally the most beautiful being on the entire world, they're toxic. I'm sorry, it sounds bad, but it's so true. If that person that you're with doesn't make you feel like you are literally heaven on earth they don't deserve you. That may not necessarily be toxic, but they just don't deserve you. Because there is going to be that person who looks at you and expresses to you. It's not about whether they feel it or not, it's about whether or not they tell you. That's what it is. It's communication. Everything comes back to communication. If they don't communicate with you how much they love you, how much they treasure you, and how much they think you're genuinely heaven on earth to look at and to be around, they do not deserve you. And that is on period because trust me when I say being in a relationship where you are not stimulated to the point where you feel genuinely loved like mentally and emotionally it's horrible and it's draining and it makes you feel like you're in it for no reason but you can't leave because you love that person and it's okay but it's not it's not on personally I wouldn't have that (laughs) that's what I'm going to say about that um another thing 
if you feel physically trapped or emotionally trapped, like if you left, they would threaten you. They would threaten you with anything, whatever they have. If they have information on you, if they threaten you with that and say, if you ever leave, I'll do this. That's so toxic because that's taking away your free will. If they take away your free will, if they control you and manipulate you, and if they don't gas you up like you are literally the best thing to ever exist, then it's toxic. That's my experience of toxic relationships. Another thing is if you don't feel like you can trust them and you have a genuine reason to, because I know some people just have genuine trust issues. I know many people with trust issues. But if you really feel like, I cannot trust you to be faithful to me or to listen to me when I'm talking to you even, that's a sign that you may be, either you're a toxic person because, actually no, that doesn't make you a toxic person at all. I don't know why I said that. That is a sign that you are in a relationship with someone who has toxic tendencies. Because, you know, some people have messy pasts, right? Some people have things that they did in the past that they hate and they would no longer do. That's fine. As long as they show that to you and they prove to you that they're not that person anymore, that's totally fine. You can't judge someone on their past if they've changed. That's a rule for me. But if they don't actively try and make you feel loved and appreciated and wanted and stimulate you mentally and emotionally, then it might not necessarily be toxic, but it's just not right personally. For me, might not be for you, because everybody gets stimulated. Everybody loves receiving love in different ways, right? But if they don't do that for you, and they're trying to control you and manipulate you, even if you don't see it, and maybe a friend has said to you, like, have you not noticed that, like, you're a little bit different since you've been with them and not necessarily in a good way, if they're doing it from a place of friendship, maybe listen to them. Because your friends know you very well, I feel like. My friends know me very well. And I know my friends very well. So when something's off, I can tell. It's the same way where you know when you're sick or you know when your period's coming. You know, like, you can just feel it. Your friends can sense when you're not quite yourself. And whether it's good or bad, they're always going to bring it up. I know my friends do because they're very honest. So if you feel like... Okay, let me just bullet point it. How to tell if it's toxic. If you feel like you've lost yourself in the relationship, that's toxic. If they try and manipulate you and control you and kind of mould you into the person that they want you to be that's fucking toxic and if they don't make you feel genuinely loved and adored even on their bad days that's toxic i hope that helped i say that after every question i need to stop right can you talk about how being single feels after a breakup if it isn't too personal honestly it sounds so bad but being single is my favorite thing in the world i love love don't get it twisted I love love and I love being loved and feeling loved. However, leaving a situation that you knew wasn't quite right for you is 
so freeing. Personally, um, okay, I'm going to speak from a personal thing because I feel like you asked me because of my situation right now. Personally, as much as it stings to not be with that person anymore, I know in the long run I'll be better off. And I didn't always have this mindset. I used to, when I used to break up with people, it would ruin me for months. Months. I'd be a slob and, you know, I'd be okay on social media, but all my friends would be seeing that slobby side of me and I'd be like, oh, I just can't bother to do anything. I'm just really upset all the time. But as I've gotten older, I've realised that things happen for a reason and nine times out of ten, it's a very good reason. So I feel like, if being alone is what I need right now, then it's what I need. If the universe has a gift for me, it has a gift for me. And if that is singlehood, so that, you know, maybe someone's going to come along or maybe, I don't know, it doesn't matter what's going to happen because I'm happy enough in myself with my own company to know that I don't need that other person there to make me happy. That's another thing that is toxic sorry going back to the last question if you genuinely feel like you cannot be happy like if they if you and them have an argument and they take all their shit out on you and then you go and take all your shit out on other people that's toxic they are a toxic person you are a toxic person i know this because i've been that person i have you know put my hands up i used to be a bit of a bitch (laughs) because I would have an argument with my significant other and then I would take it out on everyone around me because I couldn't take it out on them because I was scared to lose them. If you feel like you are totally prepared for them to be screaming in your fucking face but you can't do it back because you're scared, that is toxic. Anyway, sorry, I diverted a little bit. But yeah, honestly, as kind of hard as it is and as not lonely, because lonely isn't the right word, it's just, I'm alone, but a part of me feels freed by that, and I feel like that's how I know that I'm growing, I'm growing up, I'm getting out of the mindset of, I need a relationship to be happy, like, I listened to a Billie Eilish interview, and she said that this is genuinely the first time in her life that she's not felt like she needs to be with anyone, and that's how I feel, like, I don't feel dependent on relationships, I'm dependent on myself, and that's good enough for me. You know what I mean? Um, but thank you for asking me how I'm doing. That's really sweet. Do you think you will ever get into a relationship? Honestly, I hope so, but I'm not going to die if I don't. <laughs> because, you know, when people say relationship, I think of forever. I'm not the type of person who likes temporary things. Kind of like, if we're together, we're together. If it doesn't work out, then it doesn't work out and I'll learn from it and I'll move on. But, you know, I'm never going to force anything to stay for the rest of my life just because I'm in a relationship. However, I don't like, um, what's the word? Flings. I've never been that person ever. I'm a hopeless romantic, and I can admit that right now. I am a hopeless romantic. I don't know whether it's because I'm a Libra moon or whether it's just because, you know, I don't know. I'm just a hopeless romantic. So, 
yeah, I will be in a relationship, but when I'm ready. Because I'm ready, but I'm not... I don't know what the word is. Like, I will be in a relationship when it comes forward to me. I'm not going to go and chase it. If it's there, it's there, and it's like, okay, cool. But if it's not, then I'm not too bothered. Do you know what I mean? Because you can, like, have your eye on people and stuff when you're single. You can have, like, little crushes and stuff like that, but it doesn't need to consume you, if that makes sense. I never want to get to a point where I'm in a relationship and it consumes me ever again. Because I've been there and I've done that. And I don't want that. Like, you know that song on TikTok where it talks about how, like, she's a woman taking up space and here comes my husband? I never, ever want to be that girl, ever. I never want to be so deeply dependent on someone that I'm nothing without them. You know? I never, I never, could never be me. Never again. Ever. Because I've been there and I've done that. I've worn the fucking t-shirt for a year. <laughs> I don't want to do that again. Um, so yeah. Yes, I'd like to be in a relationship. But I'm not going to actively chase it. And I'm kind of content in my own little clo bubble. Right now. Okay. When should you stop fighting for it to work? and accept and start accepting that it might be over honestly the person that asked me this if you're listening it kind of sounds like you're already aware that you should stop if it gets to the point where you're like when am I going to give up just give up because there is no point in pushing anything if something is not meant to be it's not meant to be you can take that and you can learn from it because everyone that comes into our life is a lesson and I know that for a fact everything is a lesson Everything, everyone, every experience, it's a lesson. Whether it's a good one or a bad one, you learn from it. You either learn something about yourself, the world, other people, or all of the above. So if you feel like it's time to give up, give up. And if it's meant to be, it will always come back to you. That's another thing that I know to be fucking true. There is not a truer statement on this earth that if something is meant to be, it will be. If it's meant to be yours, it will be yours. And if it's not, it won't. Period. That is the law of every universe. That is the law of every... It doesn't matter what religion you are, what you believe in, anything. If it's meant to be, it will be. Gospel truth. Period. That's one thing that I can say I'm speaking gospel truth on. Don't take that with a grain of salt. Take it with a whole whatever. <laughs> I don't know what I was going to say then. But yeah, if you feel like you've gotten to the point where you're realising, if you're asking people, when should I stop fighting? It's time to stop. Because you're already aware of it. You just want someone else to make the decision for you because you're too scared. But if you already know that you kind of should be doing that, do it. And don't do it for anyone but you. Do it for yourself and do it for your self-worth and your self-love. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter who you're in a relationship with. It doesn't matter who you love, who you're friends with, whatever. The only person who is temporary, no, not temporary, permanent in your life is you. So it does get to a certain point where you need to put yourself first. And I'm really sorry to anyone who feels like that, who feels like they just want to give up and stop fighting for someone. But it is what it is. 
You go through shit, you grow through shit. Period. Okay. Is it bad to be in a relationship with someone who isn't a good person, but I think they can change? Honestly, I want to say yes. That was the first thing that came to my head. Yes. Because if they're not a good person now, they will never be a good person. One thing I know to be 100% true is that if someone doesn't want to change, not even if they don't want to change, if they don't see an issue with their behaviour, they will never change. I know because I've seen it. I've seen it with my own eyes. If a person does not see a problem with the way that they're acting or the person that they are fundamentally, they will never change, ever. So, the person who sent me this question, you know who you are. It's time for you to stop trying. You're not Bob the Builder. I, like, I don't know where you're from, so I don't know. But, like, you're not Bob the Builder. If you know who that is, you're not. You're not a fixer-upper. Do you know what I mean? You're not the trolls from Frozen. You can't click your fingers and then magically be a new person. If they don't want to change and they haven't changed already, they're never going to. So stop breaking your own back trying to turn someone into someone they're not. Because even though it might be hard and you might be in love with them, there's going to be someone that comes along that is everything that you wish that last person was. Not that you should even depend on that. Things shouldn't be about the next person. It should be about you. Stop trying to change people who don't want to change and start focusing on yourself and loving yourself. Because honestly, when you get to that point of self-love and you did it all yourself, for yourself, it is the best fucking feeling. And I can say that from experience. So, I don't think it's bad. I just think it's not very healthy. It's not healthy for you to constantly be trying to change someone who fundamentally isn't a good person because it's never going to happen. Some people are just wired that way. And that may not be psychologically correct or whatever, but some people are just fundamentally not very nice. And you can put it down to the way that they were raised or the environment they were raised in, but sometimes it's just a fact of life that some people just aren't that great. Or some people just aren't that great for you. Do you know what I mean? So just put yourself first and really evaluate whether that's the environment that you want to be in. Because personally, I think you deserve better because you're probably an amazing person. And also, if you're aware, you probably should have left a long time ago. That sounds really horrible, but I'm just everyone's big sister now. I'm just going to be brutal. If you're aware of the fact that they're not a good person and you actively try and change them and they don't change, you should have left the first time they didn't change. As hard as it is and as shit as that is to hear, it needs to be heard. I don't know who needs to hear that, but, you know. Right, I'm literally going to answer one more question and then I need to end this. Is it right for a boyfriend to be controlling? I think it depends on the extent in which they're controlling. If it's, or let me go through your phone, let me do this, that and the other. It's like, well, you know, if you don't have anything to hide, then, like, 
if they know you don't have anything to hide and they're just doing it to be a dick, that's not on. Personally, I wouldn't have that. The same way of it being like, oh, don't wear this, don't wear that, don't wear this, don't wear that. I hate that shit. It's so dumb. Also, like, if you're allowed to be controlled, but not allowed to control them, not control, but, like, if they're allowed to do all of this shit to you, but the second you're like, well, then you can't wear this, you can't say that, let me go through your phone, and they're like, no, it's like, right, double standards, it's, I hate it, it's disgusting to me, it's the worst, when someone actively tries to manipulate, control, and change you, but will not let you tell them the things that they do that you don't like, leave, literally leave, as hard as it might be, walk away, because it's not right, and it's not healthy at all, and I can say that from experience, right, I've been talking for 45 minutes, so I'm going to need to end this podcast, but I really genuinely hope that the things I said today help, um, help someone, please, Anyone listening to this, do not ever hesitate to DM me. My name is Chloe.Evie on Instagram. I go through my DMs at least once a week and I just read through them. Sometimes I reply to you guys and I read through them and all of your lovely messages and everything. If you need advice or you just need someone to talk to, I will be that person for you. Pinky swear. And even if I don't reply straight away, don't worry, I will get to it eventually. But yeah. I love you all very much and I hope this helped you in some way. Um, Have an amazing day, week, year, month, however long. Um, Yeah, I'll speak to you guys next week. Bye, I love you.